This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, where markets are our thing and cash is king, except in this low rate interest rate environment. <laughs> we break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name's Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going, bro? I'm good, Bryce. How are you? Good, bro. Always good to be chatting stocks with you. We're here for a Basics 101 going back to our Basics 101 series to discuss cash flow versus profit, what it means, what are the differences, and I guess what's more important if there is one that is more important than the other. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's get stuck in, Ren. Let's Unless do you have it. anything you want to... I guess we should make mention that you and I penciled in the 4th and the 5th of September in everyone's diaries. Uh, lightly, lightly penciled in. <laughs> lightly penciled in. Now, luckily, Ren, it was lightly penciled because we are going to have to change those dates. <laughs> we will be moving our live shows. Oh, we didn't tell people to, what it was going to be. <laughs> we, <laughs> we actually didn't reveal that like, we were doing live shows. No, you're right. But well, now that cat's out of the bag, we will be doing some live shows in October, but we're not going to pencil in any dates yet until we confirm them up and let everyone know. So... If you have penciled it in fourth and fifth, get the eraser out, rub them out, and be prepared for something in October. Yeah, lucky it was only lightly penciled in, so you shouldn't shouldn't be too hard to rub it out. Yes. So cash flow versus profit, Ren. Two pretty important elements for a healthy and growing business, um, but some people do get them confused as being the same thing. Uh, when it comes to sort of reading the balance sheet and I guess prioritizing one over the other. Now, from my point of view, Ren, one of the biggest reasons that many businesses and entrepreneurs go out of business and also one of the reasons that people generally just, I guess, start turning to using credit cards and overspending is because of poor cash flow management. You and I know um, pretty well what it all means to be cash flow positive when it comes to running a business like Equimates when we have no money coming in, it can be difficult, which is pretty much 99% of the time. So I thought today would be a good opportunity for us to discuss the differences between cash flow and profit because as we know, just because a business is profitable 
doesn't mean it's got sufficient cash flow coming through just to, to sustain itself. So let's get stuck in, Ren. Let's start just with a really simple example so people have a sense of what we're talking about. If you, uh, if you sell something and someone hasn't paid you for it yet, you recognize that in your profit number that, that you sold something, but you haven't received the cash yet. So you haven't actually received any cash for it. So in, it would appear in one metric, but it wouldn't appear in another. And I think that is probably the simple example of the difference that we're going to talk about. Yeah, agreed, Ren. That's a, a good little example of demonstrating, I guess, what this is all about. So cash flow is all about the inflows and outflows of cash and managing that accordingly is very, very important to the survival of the business. So do you want to start with cash flow? Break that down a bit. Let's start with the different metrics that people may hear and just define them. And then let's get stuck into cash flow specifically. So net profit or net income or earnings are generally used interchangeably. And that just means the profit of a business after all income is taken into account and then all costs are taken into account. That That's the profit number. EBIT and EBITDA, you will see, they're based on the profit number. And then EBIT, you add back in interest and tax. So it's the profit of a business, but less the interest and the tax that the business paid. And EBITDA is similar. It's the profit of the business with the interest, the tax, the depreciation and the amortization added back in. So you don't need to worry too much about all of those terms. But just know that they are all relating to the profitability and the profit of a business. There's this whole other metric that companies use and it's cash flow and net cash flow. And that talks about the amount of cash that is actually moving in and out of the business. And in theory, those two things, the profitability of the business and the cash moving in and out of the business are interchangeable. But the key differentiator and the key thing that kills a lot of businesses is there's a time dimension that sometimes if the, if the costs the business are incurring are far outweighed by the amount of timely cash that the business is bringing in, it means the business then can't cover you know, its costs of inventory, its debt costs, whatever it is. And the fact that the business could be seriously profitable, but because it doesn't have enough cash coming in at the right time, it could still go out of business. So that, that's why both profitability and cash flows are really important to investors. But the important thing to take away from that is that they are actually different metrics. Yeah, very important um, what you just mentioned there, Ren, you know. Even if the business is profitable, if they can't manage their cash flow or they have or their cash flow negative, having more money going out of the business than than coming in, they get into a world of trouble. So very important that uh, yeah you're able to identify that. Ren, I have a question: Can a company have positive cash flow while having no profit, or is that not possible? Yeah, it, it definitely can. It's generally not sustainable 
to be cash flow positive but not be profitable, eventually the unprofitability will kill the flow of cash. Yeah, yeah. It will It will be the end of it. So from your point of view, Ren, I mean, it's, it's a pretty reasonably straightforward concept. From your point of view, do you have one that is more important than the other? I think they're both important. So what, I'm not saying one isn't important. I think the cash flow is probably a more useful metric just because cash is king. Cash allows businesses to grow, to expand. So I think a business with a strong cash position, one, you know, as an investor, part of that cash is yours. But more importantly, it just gives the business the runway it needs to continue operating. But yeah, I mean, they're both important. You probably want to look at both of them. And where can I find information about cash flow of a business? Hold on. You're not going to get off that easy. What What do you think is more important? <laughs> I echo essentially what, what you just said. I think neither are standalone important. I think if the business is not profitable, then we know that long-term implications of that are that you probably can't sustain and you'll go out of business. Businesses need to be profitable. But I, I know the importance of having consistent positive cash flow because as history tells us, it's what usually is the undoing of 95% of new businesses that start up. They they really battle with that time component that you said and managing that accordingly. So I think getting the balance between the two is incredibly important. But at the end of the day, no cash coming through. If you can't pay employees, you can't pay bills, then that's probably going to turn the lights off quicker than if you were were not profitable. So I, I reckon there's probably people thinking, how does a business get into a position where it's profitable but it doesn't have cash coming in the door? Like it, on, on its face, it just sounds like bad management practice. So maybe there's two examples that can sort of help illustrate how businesses get into this challenge. So the first one, if a business has long payment terms, it may be really profitable, but it may not have the cash coming in to support itself. And so what that means is that let's say you're a supplier to, you know, let's say you're a supplier to a retailer and the retailer pays you back in 60 days. But so on your books, you're recognizing that as a sale and you're recognizing that in your accounts receivable part of your income statement and balance sheet and for all intents and purposes you are profitable but you don't receive that cash for 60 days it means that if you have uh you know wages of your staff that you have to pay if you if the bank if you have to pay interest on debt you you don't have the cash from that sale for 60 days and so while you made a profitable sale because the cash doesn't come in at the right time you don't have the cash flow to support your business The second example that might help illustrate profitability via cash flow, if you as a business, uh, let's say you're stocking up and you're buying heaps of inventory for, you know, products that you will sell profitably, every, every item in your inventory, you do sell profitably. But if you tie up so much of your, your cash in inventory, then you, and then you aren't selling it fast enough then you may not have the cash again to you know, pay your staff, pay your electricity bills, pay for the interest on your debt. 
And so while you're still a profitable business, while you're still making profitable sales, you have too much of your money tied up in inventory. And so you've got more cash leaving the business to buy inventory than you do coming back into the business in terms of sales to be able to support your your cost base as a business. So there's plenty of examples of businesses that have been profitable, but the cash isn't coming in at the right time or their cash flow negative and they get into trouble that way. Nice, Ren. Two great examples. I guess it begs the question then, is there any easy way to tell if a business, I mean, it's easy to tell if a business is profitable or not, but how can we tell if a business is cash flow positive? Is, is that something that is easily accessible? Yeah. So in the same way that businesses report on their income statement, their profitability, they also have a cash flow statement where they list their cash flows and basically the same structure as an income statement. So if you, you know, it's reporting season now. So any company's annual report, generally on consecutive pages, there will be a page that has their income statement. The next page will have their balance sheet, which talks about how many, how, how many assets, how many liabilities they have. And then the page after that will generally be their cash flow statement. So you'll be able to see it that way. If you don't want to look through the company's annual reports, you know, a website like Yahoo Finance, if you go into the financial section of the company, same thing. There'll be a section for income statement, there'll be a section for balance sheet, and there'll be a section for cash flow. Nice. So pretty straightforward. All financial statements and balance sheets and annual reports are generally found on uh, company's website in their investor center or whatever they like to call it. There's usually an, an investor part of the website where you can go and find all of that information. So if you are interested in finding out whether your investments are cash flow positive or not, that's where you should go and head. So given it's earning season, there's a lot of companies reporting and I thought I would pull out a few examples of companies and their profit number and their cash flow number to give us an idea of what the difference is. So first example, uh, Baby Bunting. Obviously, Julia Lee spoke about this company in her Mastermind series, and you've been crowing about it all year as your stock of the year. So <laughs> I had a look at um, Baby Bunting's numbers. Its profitability number was $12.4 million. Its net cash flow, so it, it's changed from the amount of cash it had at the start of the year to the cash it had now was actually negative $1.3 million. So whilst the company made $12.4 million in profit, its cash flow for the year was negative $1.3 million. And the reason for that is it spent a lot of money on new operating activities. So I think it invested in a bunch of new stores and it used its cash to do that. Another example, JB Hi-Fi reported a profit of $250 million, but its cash flow, it's, it only added $47 million in cash to its, uh, to its balance sheet or to its, its net cash position in the year, which is far less than its profit number. And then the last one, so uh, to flip that around, a company that had much better cash flow than its profit number, Brambles, the company that makes Shep Pallets, it reported a profit number of $454 million, but its cash flow number was actually $1.5 billion. 
So almost three times or more than three times its profit number. And the reason that its cash flow was so much higher than its profit number was because it sold part of its business and it received a whole bunch of cash for that sale. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point you make there, Ren, is um, distinguishing where the cash is coming from and how it's attributed on the balance sheet. So that's interesting that uh, good old BBN, baby bunting, was actually cash flow negative for the last year. So, But as you said, there's reasons for that, but some good insight there. Nice. So I think that uh, that sums it up. I think gives people a yeah. taste a taste of another metric to look for and the reasons why it might be important. Yes, and I think two very important metrics to understand the distinction between the two. But as we sort of highlighted, neither one is, I guess, more important than the other. It depends on circumstance and, I guess, what company you're looking at, where the cash is coming from, etc. So. Uh, I'd just start by having a look at, as you just did then, Ren, have a look at some of the investments that you've got at the moment and just take a look at their balance sheet and it'll start sort of painting a picture. So it's, it's a good way to understand uh, how these some of these companies are being run and the reasons for, as you said there, Ren, you know, those companies that cash flow negative for, for good reason, but it would be concerning if there was no good reason identifiable and, and baby bunting was in a, in a negative cash position. So Yeah, I think the important thing to keep in mind though is as long as the company has enough cash to sustain its operations, mm. you know, to pay its, its interest on its debt, to pay its staff, to pay its electricity bills, whatever else it has to pay, it can be cash flow negative for a certain period of time. So yeah. ba- baby bunting's cash position worsened over the year, but it still has a bunch of cash to, you know, do what it needs to do. Um, Keep the lights on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's, you know, no reason for alarm, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, there, was a, there was a good Basics 101. Hopefully there were some things in there that everyone can take away and, and put into practice. Always good to chat stocks, Ren, unless there's anything else that you would like to add. We will chat next week. Sounds good. Equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation. Equity minds. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Equity.